This episode is brought to you by our friends at Milwaukee Tools. Outdoor power equipment gives you the power to clear, cut, and maintain the outdoors without the petrol headaches. No pull starts, no engine maintenance, no mixing petrol and oil. Book a test drive now at milwaukeetools.com.au. Milwaukee, nothing but heavy duty. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at Rick's. Rick's is an Australian lifestyle brand founded with a mission to transform the eyewear industry by creating carefully crafted eyewear that inspires confidence. Everybody should be able to enjoy a touch of luxury and the confidence it brings. See the world differently today. Head online now at rickseyewear.com.au and check it out. Righto, let's get into the show. Well, mate, welcome back to Melbourne. Is it good to be back? Great to be back, man. It's... uh nothing like it honestly even if even with the overcast weather that we've got right now it's still better so i, I mean i love it so it's always good to get back here and, and spend a bit of time mate thanks so much for your time i um i'm that excited as you know osmerican aces we've only had i think we've had benny graham eric decker's joined us uh, we've had benny live once okay. so you're the second uh nfl or third nfl player but in person, I just said to you, I didn't want to go online. I've been waiting <laughs> all year for some of you boys to come back. So it's great that you're back in town and what a season you had. It's, mate, congratulations as well. NSC champs, uh, Benny Graham. I remember we, so I flew back from the States uh, not long ago, obviously, for he does armchair experts. Yeah. And yeah. I got the opportunity to fill in for him because the great Jeez, man was over been, there. That would have been nice. And it yeah. was like so much fun because I watch every game and yeah. we're just pumping up the game and, I just noticed on the broadcast that it was like they'll be the fourth player ever to play in this yeah. Super Bowl and yeah. be the first ever to maybe win know, it. And we uh, still haven't won one yet, so we've, we've got to go back there and try to do it again. I think so. you got the list. <laughs> I think you got the list to do it, we'll mate. See how it goes. How is um how how, how are you feeling? Like we, we're gonna just so everyone listening and watching is gonna go through. I want to talk about the season then Super Bowl, but right now I think we're three weeks. Yeah, post. three weeks post. Yeah, how are you feeling? Still pretty raw. So uh, it's tough to it's tough to have those you know those games and stuff and obviously what an experience to be part of but uh, yeah I mean it's tough you know you 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 spend your whole season trying to gear up for that and and get yourself prepared and um, you just fall short so um, yeah it's a it was a great game to be part of I mean uh, we were right there for the taking and um, yeah it just kind of. Just, you just fall just a bit short, unfortunately, and you just kind of have to take it on the chin and that kind of maybe drives you going into into next season. So, um, you know, it was uh, it was an unbelievable experience, as I said, and, you know, it's, um, you know, I'm tr- probably struggling to put the words together half the time because it's, uh, yeah, just the, the spectacle behind it all is just unbelievable. Yeah. I, I'm actually, I'm not going to go back. Let's stay on it. We'll go through the season because <laughs> everyone's going to just stay on the Super Bowl. You may as well. But it was, it was crazy. And we're all following you and we weren't sure whether you're going to play and you don't really get, you know, it's, you're just following Twitter, you're seeing social media, you're going, is a great man going to get up? Yeah. Um, talk to me about that, you know, when you were out and when you got injured, what was going through your head? Well, I think we spoke just then off air, week 13. Yeah, week or, 13, I think it was. It was the uh, it was the Giants game late in the season and uh, yeah, yeah. Tore, the, uh, tore the deltoid muscle on the inside of the ankle and that's what pretty, it was. pretty severe high ankle sprain too. So uh, I was definitely fighting an uphill battle to, to get back. Um, the original diagnosis was that I was going to have to have surgery. So I thought, season's done all over Red Rover type thing and then got a second opinion and they said, look, we can we can leave it alone. Um, it's going to be a pretty intense rehab if you're going to try and get back. And um, 
in the end, I think they said to me it was probably good to be a 10 to 12 weaker. Um, but I got back in, you know, trying to get back and got back in about eight or nine because I knew what the situation yeah. was and stuff. And it was, it was pretty intense. Um, and yeah, just kind of had to grind it out as best I can, rely on the boys to, you know, win each game. And, um, yeah, I was able to get back and, and give myself a, give myself a run at it. So, you know, a couple of good plays, not so good play. And, um, obviously, you know, some things don't work out in your favor, but as I said, what a occasion to be a part of. And, um, you know, as I said, I really hope we can get back there and actually go one better. Oh, you will with your list. You got, yeah, we, we'll talk about the list in a moment, <laughs> mate. But let's go back to the injury. So, like, I didn't know that. And I, and, and I've got two questions here. One's yeah. about how quickly you bloody NFL players turn your injuries around. You yeah. know, 12 weeks, always eight, and a, yeah. a hamstring's one week. I don't know how you, <laughs> how they do it, these wide receivers. They must be lying. <laughs> They've got to be lying. Uh, they must be just tight. Um, but your play, that's one of the plays of the year for a, um, for a punter. Oh, uh, they, I wouldn't like, go that far. But like, but no one would think about it. Like I, I think anyway, in my yeah. personal opinion, the American punters, they wouldn't think to do that. No. You've got the AFL background. Yeah. At what point did instincts just kick in and you go? As soon as that thing got blocked. As soon as that thing got blocked and I was like, where is it? Where is it? And I saw it bounce to my left. I was like, I've just got to do whatever I can to like try and get it down there and, and see what happens. So instincts just kick in. Um, obviously it was a nice to get the old little one, the one hand oh, scoop up. Nice. And I think, I think I maybe dropped the bloke too on my right, which is nice. Like a little bump, little, little bump on the shoulder there to make myself feel good. And then literally one second later, I'm hobbling off with a destroyed ankle and who knows, but uh, it was a pretty, it was pretty cool. It would have been a bit better if I got the first down, you know, cause then we would have been able to hold on to the ball. But um I mean, the American fans are pretty happy with it, so I guess I can take that, which oh, is they good. should be. I don't think the Giants fans were happy <laughs> nah, with you, weren't they? Nah. Getting into you, and you gave nah, them a mouthful back. I was giving it back. So, you know, obviously, you know, for those people out there, it's uh, maybe you've seen it, maybe you haven't. But, uh, yeah, I gave a bit of shit back to the crowd. I don't really like those Giants fans, so I just, yeah, that's all there is <laughs> I to I mean, it. you've just busted your ankle, and they're still getting into you. Like, they come were. on. They and were. They were giving me a hard time about it, and I was like, I'm literally on the back of a cart about to get strolled <laughs> off here and you're you're physically abusing me. I'm like, <laughs> if this, I'm going to give it back to these pieces of shit. And that's, yeah. that's what I said. Yeah, exactly right. And then Fox Sports and Fox have just written They're it all up. Over it. They could all have talked it. about the bloody clean scoop. They could have. I mean, instead, they wanted to talk about my vulgar language, so I was just like, "All right, whatever." I think any, oh, it's brilliant, mate. I actually didn't even know that till my prep for the potty because I was, I thought it'd be something about how clean the scoop and the grand ball, something that I used nah, to really struggle straight with. To the language, mate. Straight to the language. <laughs> Did you think about? So I want to break this um, play down because I was watching it live. You guys are twenty-one-zero up. You're yep. flogging them. You're in the end zone, so you're tucked up deep, which must go through. Must be a really tough kick. Yeah. It gets smothered. You pick the ball up. Mm. I thought you were going to do like a banana or something. Yeah, I'm not allowed to kick it again. So you're not allowed to kick it. Yeah, because I was right. past the line of scrimmage technically. So the line of scrimmage was like on the minus two yard line. Yes, yeah, so, so by the that. time I, so by the time I'd picked up the ball, I was already past the yard line, so I couldn't kick it again. If, if you I did was, kick it, what would have happened? Uh, well, we'd probably, the- we would have had to replay it. Um, from the zero? from the Probably from the one. So half the distance to the goal line and then play it from the one. So I would have had to do the exact same thing again. Um, that's what most likely would have been, the I think, that they would have done. I think the other thing they could do is they could potentially um, take it from wherever the ball finished and then they get like 10 yards, I think, if that's the like 10 yards back if they wanted to. But 
I reckon they would have taken it from the minus one for sure and yeah. maybe maybe re kick it. So that would yeah. have been that would have been the situation for sure. Yeah, because I was uh, just yeah. I mean, I kind of knew that, but I wasn't sure with just th- that part yeah, of the ground. I thought about it. Don't get me wrong. Oh, you I could thought about, you were- I thought about like kick like putting it on my boot and just seeing if I could kick it. Um, but yeah, in the end, I knew that that was not going to be the right play because we would have got penalised for it. So I just tried to run down for the first down. I think I was probably like a yard short. So yeah, was, we were close. I was close, but um. Not close enough. Very close. And your ankle, you didn't really, you couldn't see, but it was a big hit. Yeah. So the guy came in, he may have actually got me late too. Like was, I may have already stepped out of bounds, but I'm not really too sure. But I've, my last step, I've like gone to like just protect myself and the ball a little bit. And I've taken the step outside. And as I've got hit, like just all the lower body momentum has gone forward. Lower upper body has just gone back and just foot got stuck in the ground. and. Wow. Just can complete just rip of the inside of the ankle. So, yeah, man, I, I was walking off. I was like, actually, I probably, might, I think I was hobbling off, and I was like, oh, it's just a little sprain. I'll be right. And then I tried to take a couple of steps, and I just like couldn't put any pressure yeah. on it. And then every time I took a step, I was like inverting. I was like, wow, all right, we're in a bit of trouble here. We're in a bit of trouble. It was going through your head at the moment that because like, you guys would have been on a heater. Yeah, you undefeated. You undefeated. We had one loss, I think. We lost to the um, the commanders a couple of weeks earlier, but we were eleven and one. We were flying, yeah. And the Giants were like this team that like were playing good and had a good record, and everyone's like, oh, they could be, they could, they could get us. And then obviously, as you saw, you know, up early, twenty-one nothing, kind of early second quarter, and we've got the ball again and. Feeling pretty good, but um, yeah, it's just a lot of things happen in a short period of time. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, speaking of the season, I think you were thirteen. I think you were thirteenth ranked at the start of the season. I read yep. when I was doing talking about the Super Bowl. Yep. So you know you're in the top third, but you're not really spoken about. Did you know internally as a group from just everything, all the work you'd been putting in? Hurts as your quarterback. We'll talk about him in a second. AJ Brown's over there. You've got a lot of players on defense come in. Did you guys internally start, you know, w- at what point did you start thinking, oh, my God, we've got a powerful team here? No, can- I think we thought that even before the season had started, to be honest. Like, we knew we knew the talent that we had and we knew the coaching staff that we had um, to make us think that we're, yeah. we're good enough. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we had, we, had the, we had the talent there. We had the scheme behind it, I think, to be able to make it work. And... Um, we knew that we knew that like if we had we had a good game against Detroit week one, you know, obviously kind of test ourselves and that and we thought we'd probably cruise past them, but they obviously fought back and it was a pretty hard fought victory in the end. And then we gave uh Minnesota a, a beat down in, in the second week. Um we we felt pretty good about them because they were a pretty talented team and I think people had them in the top inside the top ten of like having a run, you know, at, at the big dance and, um, yeah, things just kind of just kept rolling. Yeah. Didn't they? They oh, just, yeah. it was just like momentum's a huge thing, I think in the NFL. And, um, we had the talent there. There was questions on obviously Jalen, like, is he the quarterback? Da, 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 da. But I think everybody can safely say that they can put that to bed. Oh yeah. And, um, yeah, we just, we just played some really good football, honestly. Oh, you did. It, it was, so I, I put money on Dallas at the start of the year okay. in your division. I don't like that very much. I know you anyway. don't. I know. At the start of the year and I'm going. Hey, they've got a good team. They they do. They, I know. They, they've got I great know. talent and they had a great year the year before. And I think the expectation was was 
Dallas. Pretty high for him. Well, you yeah. even money at the start That's of the right. year. But, um, yeah, it's only, you know, a few weeks in, you're starting to go, oh, I think that bet's done. Mm. And all my, yeah, all the attention was like how, like I could, no one was really getting ears. And I, and even even all the way through, I mean, you now we go to when you're injured, you would have been, it would have been a very enjoyable watch knowing that if you can get your body right yeah. for Super Bowl, because you just, you know, it was just, it was a perfect. Yeah. Like it was almost perfect. Like it was for you sure. just smoke teams. Yeah, for it sure. It wasn't like you wouldn't we have had any. Lost a couple, I think, in the later, but obviously it wasn't really anything to be worried about. Like Jalen wasn't playing to start off with, and we had the backup quarterback in, but we knew we were in a good position. Um, obviously we wanted to try and get that number one seed, so it was a bit, you know, like we were, yeah. we were leaving it to the last minute to make that happen. But you know, we we knew we were in a pretty good spot. Um. You know, I was obviously that NFC Championship game was definitely the one that I was most worried about because San Francisco oh, are yeah. legit, and they were they were lit, they were probably the hottest team in in the NFL. And as you said, they weren't even anywhere near us in the end, which was which was awesome. But um, yeah, like it was nerve wracking a little bit, but at the same time, I knew that we were good enough to obviously really make a deep run at it, and yeah, it worked out in the end. Oh yeah, it did, and. I mean, that's, that San Fran game, like, because yeah. the anticipation was, like, it was probably the game of the year. Yeah. It was almost a Super Bowl, really. Yeah. And you're like, what happened to their quarterback room was just bizarre. Yeah. Um, you guys walked all over them and then off, off we go to the Super Bowl, which is, um, like, you would be, it'd be, it'd be a unique, I, I'd imagine, first game back, mm. did you know you were playing? Because it's a two-week, like, you know, you finish the NFC yeah. your champs, you have the week off, they go to the Pro Bowl, and all us fans are watching, we have to wait <laughs> another week to the no. game. So there's, like, two weeks of hype. Yeah. And the question's like, yeah. are you, especially in Aussie, you know, is Aaron playing? Yeah. Um, is Jalen's shoulder fine? Is yeah. Mahomes' ankle fine? There's yeah. just so much going on. on. Yeah. The hype's um, real. The hype's so the hype real. is real. Yeah. Did you have the hype? You know, how were you feeling? I was uh, I was good. I like I had practiced um, properly with the group leading into the game, which was great. Um, I just had to prepare as if I was going to be playing. So uh, I found out on the Thursday, I think, going into the game um, that I was I was going to be the guy, and um, obviously. Yeah, it was that was pretty good, and I'd done everything in the lead up, so you know you can't really hide that stuff um, necessarily, you know. But you try and keep it away from ex any external sources and stuff. Inter but internally, yeah, they 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 backed me in to get it done, which was good, and um, it gave me enough chance to obviously prepare properly and and everything like that. And um, yeah, it was good. It was kind of good to it was good to know into the lead up, but obviously them actually telling me was was obviously the bit of icing on the cake, which was, which was great. So, um, I did everything I can obviously to get back and, and do what I needed to do. And it was good. How is the ankle? Uh, it's been better. Out of a hundred percent. What would you? Oh, I'd probably say I'm probably going about 75, 80 yeah. right now. So, um, if I, if I was in an AFL, if I was in an AFL environment for sure, I, I wouldn't like, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be playing. Can't turn. Um, just the, you know, change of direction and stuff like that so is yeah. a bit questionable right now. But, um, you know, I, I, I did everything I could to get back and, and things like that. Was I probably a hundred percent? Probably, probably not, but you know, it's, um, I, you know, I, would I change anything? Absolutely not. Do you want to go back and play on the biggest stage? And oh. that's all there is to it. So you do anything to give yourself every chance to to play and yep. that's what I did. 
I've just got a random one that came in my head. Uh, what Gatorade we use drinking? Because we were all thinking about the novelties, right? And I'm going- I just want to know I, how many people message me did asking they? what Gatorade we'd be having. Of all things, the Gatorade. Oh I'm like, God. oh my gosh. Like, I could get in so much trouble here <laughs> yeah, I if I do spill the beans here. I know, I know. But, uh, what, what Gatorade it was yellow. It was yellow the yeah, way Yeah, it was drinking. yellow, the Gatorade. So, so I think funny. we'd had it all year. So yeah, a little bit of superstition comes into it a bit, I reckon, okay. too. So I don't think they wanted to change it very much. Um, so yeah, we we stuck with the yellow. That's funny. Yeah. So maybe next year, anyone listening, look at the teams that are in there. Yeah. Have a look at who's playing and what they have. I think purple. So purple was nine dollars on Dabble. Um, red was eight, <laughs> and I think the yellow and that were the favourites. I, I don't, can't believe it's a thing. That just it, makes. I me, only know this because I looked right into it. That's I don't. Hilarious. I didn't. Um, I think I had five bucks on red. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought I looked at the history, and I don't think red's happened. Yeah, much. I got to double figures about people who asked me to get it. Really? I, yeah. No, nah, I couldn't. I, I can't I couldn't, believe you had double figures. You're in a Super Bowl. Yeah. You're coming off an injury, yeah, and they're and asking you what color the Unbelievable. Isn't it? I was like, damn, this world has changed a little oh. bit. <laughs> the novelty <laughs> markets. Oh my goodness. So good. Um, Super Bowl, like uh, the, just the week. Yeah. I, I was actually in Scottsdale um, a week, like two weeks prior to Super Bowl. Mm. Went and watched some Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Jock Landau looked after us and I come home. That was the end of my trip pretty much. And I saw the city just lighting up. You know, they were putting signs up everywhere. Yep. We actually drove past the arena. This is two weeks out. And it was, yeah. I could only imagine what it looked like when you were there. Yeah. Amazing. How do you describe it being, yeah. you know, with the crew? Hard to, to hard to describe, honestly. And the, the occasion's obviously just unbelievable. And they had the waste management there for those, oh. all those golf fans too. So they did that on purpose. And, um, yeah, I mean, Scottsdale and, you know, Phoenix was just absolutely electric. It was just, I can't put it into words exactly how it was, but it was just, yeah. I mean, we we got there on the Sunday before, so we spent the whole week there in the lead up and place was just buzzing, absolutely buzzing. So from the moment we got there throughout the whole week, you just continue to build up and you just notice more and more people, you know, as each day comes by and, yeah, you just knew that you're in for a bit of wild ride for sure. It's funny you mentioned the waste management. I can see the Clutch oh, & yeah. Co hat yeah, on, yeah. Dommy Tyson. The boys looked after me. They've looked after you. <laughs> They're nothing but their performance power brand, the best in the business, That's Clutch & Co. That's great. Um, can you believe Dommy and I planned a trip to do that and he pulled out? He goes, he I can't. Really? Yeah, and, and a huge shout out to the great man. He just got engaged. Yes, um, I heard about this. So I, heard, I think I uh, yeah. Yeah, he has had a lot on his plate, but yeah. we had a strong plan and it would have worked beautifully. It was take the Clutch & Co get to waste management yeah, and then that's his thing. that's his thing yeah. and I love it as well because yeah. I just would have drank beers and had a good time 100% and then it was all about the Super Bowl for me and I yeah. go let's just roll it in and he and he, he pulled the plug he goes I don't know mate and we're going to get grants and everything I said mate <laughs> let's just don't worry about the grants let's get into it you tight ass <laughs> anyway so big shout out to Clutch oh, & Go he's, he's working hard he's I think grinding. he's grinding I know he's grinding you know I'll give him a little bit of follow and always try and keep up to date with what he's doing he's doing well he's so. doing very well he's good for him, that's awesome. Yeah, awesome. and um, I just wanted to mention that while I, had to. I thought I might chuck it on. You know, got a. It looks great. Got a mean. round next week too, so you know, I'll, I'll chuck it on there too. And oh, boys mate. are feeling good. Waste management, geez, that's yeah. A, I wish a, I went. My my uh, my wife's family went. My brother came over as well, and they went on the Saturday, and they were just like. How good is this? Oh, it's golf. And I'm watching Max Max Homer just smacking balls out of the, you know, out of the rough there. And like the camera's like literally about 15 metres away and they're having the time of their lives. Oh. They had the bet they had the best five days of their life. Oh, they would have. Oh, unreal. Just yep. nonstop for them. And yeah, what an occasion. Oh mate, what an occasion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you've 
You've allowed that. You've allowed I that. I've allowed it's, that. It's, it's, all you, it's, helped, it's helped with the Eagles in general doing their thing, but yeah. not to have a little bit of a partner. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so waste management time. But, yeah, Super Bowl. Rihanna's playing. Uh, were there any? Were there any? Like, because I know Benny Graham. I think Bruce Springsteen was the one when he was playing, and yeah. he said he ducked out. Now I know. I think I've even heard Patrick Mahomes come out publicly, and the coach for him yeah. said, "If if I catch any of you out there, you're not playing yeah, for the rest of the game." Half, yeah. So I'd imagine yeah. similar thing. Very similar, but uh, our specialists go out there a little bit earlier anyway. So, um, cause we obviously go out and like have a bit of a warm up, you know, while the field's open just before the second half starts and that. So we actually had to roll out there like 10 minutes before the actual game started. So Rihanna was actually still playing. Oh, so that was good. I got like diamond at the end and oh, yeah, it was, nice. yeah. So I got it. I got a good six minutes of it, which was unreal. Oh, just she crazy. Was, she and special. she was phenomenal. And I know that I know it's definitely set up for the for the TV, like for sure, in terms of how they do it all logistic yeah. wise and that. But yeah, she was she was rocking the place. Oh, they were man. she was good. Oh yeah. And they had all the everyone's phones out. Yeah. So for everyone's TV fans, was, phones were out doing their thing. There's, and, a, um, yeah. there's a clip of one of the backup dancers nearly oh, fell off one of those oh, those yeah. oh my lord. Imagine that. And there was no cables nah. or nothing. Like or she he or she almost and, went down. And you know what I was Bad. thinking was like it's it's so courageous what they're doing. Yeah. Have you ever been to MSAC and climbed up the like, the ten yeah, meter? I, no, no. And, I, I mean I have, but it's terrifying. Oh, imagine doing that in a stadium. Yeah. A little bit of stadium, two little wires holding this huge thing like platform for you and you have nothing holding you there. And you're dancing. And you're 50 metres up in the air. Oh. Good luck. Yeah, it was it – was, And it, those things were rocking too because mm. they obviously have to um, like do the moves properly and get the choreography right and um, – they're rocking. Yeah. You see them moving side to side because of how much movement they've got. Well, when it's he fell over, it started rocking. Yeah. Oh, it's scary. Unbelievable. But, um, oh, mate, again, there's another reason why this Super Bowl is <laughs> such a good – and then the game, like – to be honest, everyone didn't know who was going to win because yeah. exactly what happened. It was a, it's a, it's, it was just who could have the, you know, who would be up by the end of the game yeah. if you had another quarter, who knows, or another yeah. play. Um, but the game, how would you break it down? I mean, you guys pretty much uh, did dominate I, the first I, I half. I think in the end, I think just in the end, like they just were a lot cleaner in the end. Like even though we were up twenty four fourteen at half time, and we had so much possession of the football and, and things like that, like they. They probably just played slightly cleaner. Like we obviously had the fumble that they returned back for for a touchdown, and then um, you know obviously the big play on the punt to you know get the some serious return yards back, and there was a couple of other plays that we just like we were just short from you know like Devontae's catch kind of gets taken back, and you think that you've caught it. And then they were just like, oh yeah, that was a massive, yeah, you know, that was like forty yard, that was a forty yard play, and we're like in the red zone and stuff like that. And there's just little, little bits that like in the game where you're not really sure, and then obviously the holding at the end, and you're just like, oh, you know, it's just, Jesus. just yeah, I'm not ask just you little, about that. little, yeah. little things, just little things. And they played clean, no turnovers, no sacks. Um, they just played their style of football. Um, we played ours for most of the part. Like we love holding on to the football and running down the clock and playing that game, and we did. Like we had twenty two. I think we had. I think we had forty minutes of possession. It might have been forty minutes to twenty, you. something like that. It was ridiculous, but they just played cleaner and obviously scoring six points off a off a defensive play like helps you a lot too. And. 
That's yeah. kind of how the game went. But what, like, unbelievable game. Like, you're scoring 38, 30 to 35, and that's going to go down for as one of the best, you know, for sure. Oh, mate, it was unbelievable so, viewing. 35 minutes and 45, 47 seconds. Yeah. You guys had it for. They had yeah. it for 24. There you go. But I think they had it for only seven in the first they half. Did. They did. Um, That was 72 plays to 53. Yeah. We just had the ball forever, you know, absolutely, like, so long. And then, obviously, the second half, they started to figure it out and – Come up with some plays. Probably ran the ball a little bit better too. They did in run the it, second half, but they couldn't. Then, they can't. Like you know, your defense does yeah. not. 182 passing yards from Mahomes is probably yeah. one of the greatest we'll see yeah. in our era. We've got yeah. Tom Brady just finished up. 182. Like yeah. your defense, I think it only allowed like 250 yards yeah. in two games before that. So like they weren't giving up anything in the yeah. air, and I yeah. imagine that's going to happen next year. Yeah. It must be frightening coming up against your team. Yeah, I, I would think so. I think we get to keep most of our guys on defense too, which is great. So we, we get really get to keep the core guys. And there's been some younger guys that we drafted last year that are going to come through and, and play some significant minutes, which is awesome. So uh, I'd like to think that we're going to be right up there again next year. I think you will be. It's <laughs> going to be it's going to be so much fun. I want to talk about, um, before I ask you a few about your teammates and um, your Aussie teammate as well, uh, the game's done. You've unfortunately lost. What happens in the NFL? I know, you know, I, I, I've been in the locker room in AFL when we, I was emergency, but I was always with the boys and it's, it's like a funeral and it's the worst place to be. Mm-hmm. You've come up short. Um, but obviously AFL culture and NFL, very different, very different businesses. You know, it's kind of like get on the piss and let's mm-hmm. just get blind for two, three days yep. and then we'll, and then yep. start, it starts kicking in. But, mm-hmm. um, NFL is a, you know, a lot of personalities, a lot of people, what happens when the game finishes? Like, what did you, what happened? Talk me through it. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, yeah it was definitely a funeral. Um, straight after the game. Yeah. Boys are pretty flat, pretty emotional. Um, you know, you got some older guys in there that don't know if they're going to be playing again, and um, guys thinking about what if, you know, and all that stuff. And it's it, it's it's hard. It's very very hard. I've never, I don't think I've ever experienced anything like that, at least from my sporting side of things. That's for sure. And um, yeah, tough one to take. But uh, you know, boys come together. Uh, you know, they got an after party afterwards. You know, no matter what, whether you win or lose, there's an after party going on. So the boys kind of drown their sorrows a little bit for one night at least. But um. After that, it's it's kind of hop on a plane because we obviously all hop on a plane and go back to Philly and everyone goes their separate ways. It's yeah. just happens like that, you know. There's no real, as you said, like two or three days, a bit of a mad Monday, obviously, and then the boys stay, stick together and, um, you know, whether you've finished after round 23 or whether you've, you know, won or, or lost a grand final, you know, you get the two or three days together just to kind of reflect, have a laugh, Always make idiots of themselves yeah. if they want to, but uh, none of that. Just yeah, all the family around after the night, so you kind of spend it with the family, and then you know, boys kind of kick on themselves once the family's got a bit tired and stuff. And it was it was still fun. I I had a great time, like with the guys that were there, and you still reflect on a, what a good year it was. But just all happened so fast. Yeah, it's I can just imagine. in and out, in yeah. and out the door, and um. That's I got back here so quick. Like I, we flew back to Philly on on the Monday. Um, we had all our exit meetings and team meeting on a Tuesday just to kind of finish. So you went to the club, yep. yeah. And then I and then I flew back on Wednesday. Oh, so it's just, in and out. I was in Philly for forty eight hours and just done. And yeah. everybody would have done the same thing, all gone. So it's just. It's how it goes. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know how else to like to say it. Nah, it's just, well, that's just, just that's the, kind of what I expected. It is. It's business like. All year round. That's just how it is. So it's, um, yeah, it's weird. It is weird. 
It, it is, I'm not used to it. No, it would be weird all. for Aussies not at all. compared yeah. to, you know, you've had the AFL career 100%. and then the NFL career. It's, yep. And that's a topic I've got later. Yeah. I've got the NFL, AFL topic. We're going to break down what they both do so well and what they lack. <laughs> Coach Siriani, he's a dog, as yeah. they say. He's yeah. great to watch. His energy. I love, I mean, I don't know, nothing against old people mm. and I don't want to disrespect the, uh, the fossils. Yeah. I love the younger coaches. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but they're very relatable. I feel like they motivate the players and they get the players more. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously Andy Reid is the opposite. So there's not saying you, there's no right or wrong, um, but Sirianni looks like a lot of fun and, yeah. a, and a guy that you want coaching. For sure. He's uh, he's one of a kind. He is one of a kind. He's high energy, um, uh, relates to his players very, very well. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got plenty of time for head coach, and he's been awesome, um, giving me a chance to start off with. I mean, I was a guy that hadn't played a game in his first year of coaching, and so giving me the opportunity was awesome. But um, being able to being able to see him just do his thing and and grow as a coach, and as you said, a lot of those younger guys is coming in and kind of doing that now. I don't think I still don't think some of those younger guys. Um, produce that kind of energy is what he does. Um, so, you know, some people might give him a hard time about it, but us as a group freaking love it. He is, he's awesome. He's got some weird stories to like find a way to get his point across, but it works at the same time. And uh, yeah, he's just one unique character that you, you want to have. Yeah, for sure. Which That's is great. awesome. Any, yeah. um, any insights to some funny things? He loves can- Kobe Bryant a lot. So he always brings up Kobe Bryant stories and, the consistent one on like a serious note is um, him always talking about how Kobe was showing up at 3.30 in the morning and it's all about the detail, all about the detail. So he shows up at 3.30 in the morning and does his workout and that's Kobe talking about like, if I wake up at 3.30 and I work out at four and then I have a break and then I work out at eight and if I had another break and then I work out at 12 and then I have one more break and I work out at six. That's four sessions. The normal person gets up at eight and only has two. <laughs> so I'm doubling my work. And it's a weird, long ass thing that just continues to go on, but you get the point. But he's shown it eight times already. Wow. In the one season. So the boys are watching the same clip every two weeks type thing to get the point across like, coach. We get it, man. <laughs> we get it. We know what you're talking about. But it's not. It's no different clips. It's the same one that he keeps bringing up. He's yep. like, it's all about the detail, boys. Yep. It's all about the details. I'm like, all right, that's a good one. And then another one on a lighter note is about this. We have this thing called like dog mentality, right? Yeah, so dog. we're all about like we're the dogs, man. We're a bunch of dogs. And it's all he ever shows is a video of greyhounds chasing rabbits. <laughs> And like the meadows, down in the meadows. They don't give a shit about who catches how many rabbits, just as long as they fucking get that rabbit. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I get your point. Great. And the same thing, he shows it another six times throughout the year. Oh, just what like, a, what a man. Just remember the rabbit and the dog. <laughs> dog mentality, boys. All right, break up. I'm <laughs> like, shit. Oh, He's unique. You know, everyone, yeah. everyone's got a unique little character to him. I, I feel like just every heavy coach does. Yeah. His one's like, his one's like, a, I find it a good way though. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's fun. It is a lot of fun. The boys kind of take the piss out of it a little bit, but who doesn't take the piss out of their home coach a little bit? Yeah. You know, that's what 
brings locker rooms together a little bit more. But uh, no, nah, in all in all seriousness, he's uh, he he's awesome, and he'll definitely be around for a long time for sure. He's uh, he can relate to the Philly fans, I think too, in terms of just his passion and like drive, and um, definitely the Philly fans absorb that too. I was going to say, the Philly fans, I haven't been to Philly. I've been to a few places. I haven't been to Philly. Yeah. I've watched a lot of videos of Philly fans. <laughs> um, all positive remarks. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it was. Um, <laughs> some of the things I saw is like, mate, it's, oh, it's the most, pa- it's, yeah, it's a most passionate place. If, if that's the way you want to put it, like, yeah. passions may be one word, idiotic <laughs> may be another one. But uh, they're greasing up light poles and that, so they yeah, can't climb. They've got them. to do what they've got to do. They're, they're sports fanatics to the, to the max. Like I just, I don't know. I feel like they're pies fans on steroids, to yeah. be honest. Like they're just <laughs> wild, absolutely wild. But, um, I reckon the pies fans are tame compared to Yeah. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Definitely. But, um, no, nah, they're, they're, they're great. I mean, they're passionate about their sport, like all four teams that they've got there, like they've, they just absolutely live and breathe it. And, um, the Eagles are probably the biggest out of all of it, like for sure. And, um, I don't really, I don't really think they give a shit who they offend. It's just like yeah. it is what it is. You know, when you got ten year old boys spitting on it and putting on the rude finger to the opposition, you know you're in for a, a rough day. So I'd rather be on their side than not on their side. Well, uh, that's uh, true. Like yeah. ten year old, you see the videos of just like them flipping the bird and spitting on these people, and it's <laughs> unbelievable. Like there's a video out of uh, Joey, like Joey Bosa going to a Philly game. Because Nick was playing, um, obviously for San Fran, and these three Philly fans are just abusing the shit out of Joey Bosa. You got to check it out one time. It is oh, hilarious. Wow. Like, just how's it feel to be on the sideline, Joey Bosa? And Bosa's like going back at him the whole time, and it was hilarious. Like a thirty-five second video. It's oh just outstanding. Yeah, I have to see you got to check it well, out. We it's unreal. Just, literally, that. just type in just Joey Bosa, like uh, Philadelphia. And I'm a hundred percent sure that'll pop up, and it's just great. Oh, that's so great. good! How loud? Like how loud? Loud is the home game? Oh, loud! Especially those, especially those playoff games. They were, they were like louder than the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl's a bit uh, more corporate, or no? Uh, I, I would probably say so. Yeah, so it's for like a sure. Pre- it's like a prelim for sure, yeah. for sure. And um, I mean, the thing is, is obviously like. It's literally at our stadium. So, you know, it's that's like it's probably playing over in West Coast or something, having all those fans like there, you know, every time, you know, something's good happening, like it gets pretty loud. But yeah. um yeah, those Philly fans are set of something else. And in those playoff games, they were they were huge for us. Yeah, they were huge. So it's such an advantage. Coming numbers. It? Yeah, yeah, it is. And that's that's what makes it so unique, isn't it? Like obviously here in Melbourne, um, Obviously, ten teams being here just makes it not as like not as crazy and stuff like that. Obviously, more you know, there's more members for certain teams. I could get that, but having a whole city behind you and knowing that you're coming into a hostile environment that's that's intimidating for sure. Yeah, Yeah. especially when ten year olds are spitting on your head and flipping you off. That's true. Yeah, and telling you things and actually getting you exactly. (laughs) And your parents are right there, okay with it too. (laughs) that's what makes it even. They're egging them on exactly. Oh, good boy! I'll get you a pie for that. (laughs) (laughs) Another hot dog. (laughs) Fuck, that is brilliant. Oh, that's great. I want to see this video clip. I'm normally all over these clips. The um entertaining the the Philly uh, fan base celebrities. uh, There's a few Bradley Cooper's one that rings him rings uh, you know bell and Kevin Hart's the other. There's there's a few more as well. Um, have you met them boys? I haven't. 
No, I haven't yet. I've seen Kevin Hart on the sidelines a fair bit, which is good, but hard to find because he is yeah. he is tiny. Yeah, must get that crowd. So I love you, Kevin. Though you're you're legit. You're 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 awesome and very funny. So don't hurt my don't hurt me when I come back. But um, no, nah, it's 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 good. A few of them get on the sideline and do their thing. And Mike Trout, who the big LA Angels guy, he's a huge fan. Grew up in Philly, so he gets back as often as he can as well. And um, yeah, no, it's good. It's good. It's uh, it's good to have him there. They don't always come up and stuff like that. But for the bigger games, you'll yeah you'll see him there, and they're up in their box enjoying their time. And, yeah. and doing their thing but um yeah it's uh sometimes that's you know that's part of it and uh i still have to pinch myself like realize that people like that are watching your games and stuff like that not obviously to watch me who gives a shit about me but <laughs> you know for the most part it's it's pretty cool it's, uh, it's mate, what you're doing it's 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 crazy like, I, I know you've done a lot of podcasts and i could sit here we could do we could do 10 of these because i know i think you've you've um you did a great one with dill and i know you touched on um you know, college and getting into the system. Today, I'm really just keen to talk about this season. We could do another thousand um, because what you've done is, mate, well done. Congratulate. But what you've done is you, you're inspiring so many others in Australia that uh, have played AFL and maybe failed. You know, maybe they've 22 years old and they've gone to Williamstown and, and they thought, what's next? What else can I do? Or can I go study? And also, can I potentially forge out a career? You can, you know, and um, mate, well done. It's it's inspiring. Sure. It's great to see. We want more Aussies in NFL. For sure. Um, we know, you know, there's a bit of a cult down here and that's kind yeah. of what we're doing here at Oz American Aces. It's, you know, the, the pack's getting bigger and bigger, but sure. the, the passion for the sport is so high. Yep. Um, and seeing you and Jordan represent the country was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, you're in a team, as I said, you're gonna, you got a list that's going to be there for the next, you know, however long like thing for the next few years. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You've got a solid list. Um, yeah. and that's what I want to talk about now. I want to talk about some of the players. Let's start with your quarterback. Mm. I, I, I was, as you know, I, I love it and I watch a lot. He just says he's so wise mm. and he says so much, he's just so much greatness comes out of his mm. mouth regardless of the result, yeah. like you're talking about the hardest thing, you know, the, probably the toughest day of his professional career, which is yeah. Super Bowl. Mm. And what he says was just so good post-match. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's he like in the locker room? He must be so good to have around. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's unique and in a, in, in the best way possible. I mean, he's, uh, as he likes to say, he's a different breed and, um, he, yeah, I mean, it's honestly, it's honestly hard to describe because of how much he puts into trying to be the best, and um, he's never satisfied with what he's done. Um, he had to fight through a lot of adversity to get to where he is today, and people still knock him. Mm. And for him to continue to have that drive and to prove people wrong is, it's inspiring. It on, it honestly is, and. Um, you know, I'd love to be able to take a leaf out of his his book, honestly, and not worry about outside noise and that all the time because especially, again, in Philadelphia, that's what happens. But he's in a position where the whole NFL and almost the whole of America is watching him, hoping that uh, they prove him right and saying he wasn't ready for it. And the way he is, the way that he's got himself to in the position that he is right now is just incredible. And he will... He'll get paid a pretty penny in the not too distant future, I'm sure. Um, but he will remain the same person, no doubt. And he will want to win that championship so badly. 
and um, he'll come back bigger and better next year. And it's just, it's awesome to watch. Like the, to see the growth from him being a starting quarterback when I when I first got there because that was his first year starting to now, um, unbelievable. So you used to come yeah. through the ranks at the same time. Yeah, he, we were the same draft year in the end, and then I I actually was on the practice squad for Detroit for a year, and then he got drafted to Philly, and then he was like behind Carson for the year, and then played towards the end of the year, and then I moved over to Philadelphia, and that was Jalen's first year as a as a starting quarterback. Starting so quarterback, yeah. Um, you know, two years as starting quarterback and being able to get to a Super Bowl and and dominate it like he did. Oh, it's fu- it, you know, we, we, we were actually I don't know, thinking three or four four touchdowns, maybe three rushing, three rushing, and maybe two AJ Brown deep. Yeah, yeah, and maybe one other one. Someone else ran in. There's got to be. I think one it was more. Boston Scott that ran one in for a touchdown. Yeah, there's so be one three more. himself and then a passing one, and uh, threw for three hundred yards or something like that too. Like just. Man, he went um, for um, 304 um, in yeah. the air, 69 yards rushing yeah. from 15 attempts yep. and three touchdowns. The yep. longest was 28. Yep. And he threw uh, a touchdown to AJ Brown. Brown. The deep one. That's right. And like just just dominated. And the kid's 24. That's that's the crazy part about it. Philly's going to have a bright future. I'm he, so, I, I mean, 24. You got a good quarterback. You're going to, yeah. but you got a quarterback, like you said, that's yeah. a really good person. 100%. I just can't imagine how excited 100%. they'd be. Yeah. So, when does he get paid? Is it the following He's year? He's eligible now. Oh, so they're going to start so, talking about yeah, it now. I would, I would say they'll probably start talking about it now and seeing what happens. I, again, I'm not my expertise, but yeah. um, he deserves it. He hasn't proven anything else. I mean, arguably, MVP should have been MVP of the year and um, no, nothing takes nothing away from Patrick. Patrick had an unbelievable year and deserves it just as much, but Jalen was pretty good. Yeah, he was. He's, um, he's a beast on the goal line. Yeah. Uh, so the, the reason, so everyone talks about him in the gym and this is actually, yeah. I'm looking forward to asking this question. They reckon, you know, they reckon they're going to get rid of this QB sneak that you guys are doing. I don't know what the play is called because you're too good at it. That's the talk. I don't know if it's going to happen oh, or heard, not. I've heard about it too. Um, yeah. Because if you guys are forcing- Why don't just people just try and stop it? Yeah. Well, I think they just, I think they can't. <laughs> I think the NFL is saying we need to- Figure miss- out the way for defense to stop it rather than change the rule. I, I don't know. know. <laughs> it's like, it's first and uh, 10. They need to make it first yeah, and 12 because right. Philly's got yeah. this amazing play on Seriously. third and fourth downs. Yeah, incredible. Um, yeah, it is incredible how the NFL just wants to stop just, that. Yeah, it's just they try and find a way. I don't think you can stop it though. Like mean, that's probably their problem. Yeah. Um, but a play that you guys have, you know, you, you know, you, you've <laughs> created it we are. and, and um, mastered it. I feel like at the same oh, time and, yeah, mastered sure. it. Yeah. and nothing, no disrespect to Gardner Minshew. Cause I, I actually love the way he goes about it. Yeah. But when he was playing, they did the same play and the legs not just same. collapsed. It's not, not the same. same. He must've be squatting like the big yeah, fella. He's not squatting like Jalen. I'll tell you that. So much. what is so Jalen squatting? Lists, oh, probably like 600 pounds. So it's like. What's that in kilos? Oh, it's like probably above 400. How the f- how? Yeah, just a beast. I've seen a clip on when yeah. he was at um, college and they all get around yeah, him. just a beast. It's a box squat, yeah? Yeah. So he's- Actually, I think it's a normal squat. No box. No box. 600 pounds. Yeah. Quarterback. Yeah, he's he's just a beast. How big is he? Like, you're, you're, yeah, how like tall are you, 6'5"? I'm taller than him. I'm taller than him. I'm 6'2". Six, 6'2". I'm six two, six two. And he's only just like shorter than me, but just built wow. like a brick shit house. Mate, yeah. what, what's your what's your max back, nah, I'm not, I'm not, back squat? I don't squat anymore, mate. Yeah. <laughs> don't do any of that stuff. And it's certainly not 600 pounds, I'll tell you that. Not with my little chicken legs, oh, that's for sure. Oh, don't you talk about chicken legs, mate. <laughs> if you're calling yours chickens, I mean, they're probably three times the size of mine. Yeah, no, nah, I'm probably, 
probably probably just long gone with the squat stuff, my friend. That's for sure. Oh, we're gonna talk. <laughs> oh, mate, I can imagine. Uh, is it? So we're gonna. You do. You, I mean, I'm gonna keep talking about your teammates. We'll get into yeah. you in a second. We're gonna talk heavily about you, but there's a few other plays I love. Right. Yeah. So I'm an offensive man. Um, yeah. Who isn't? I mean, I, yeah, and you play fantasy. That's yeah. what I love. First question I asked before yeah. we got on it. You're playing fantasy. Have you love to, it. Have to. Got it's, all my all, all the Aussie buddies here that are a few that I played at Williamstown with. They love it. So it's good. Oh, it's, it's good the fun. best. And, and I reckon a lot of people listen to this because, you know, you as as I said, you're the first, I think you're the first current NFL player oh, I've had because all the players I've had have uh, actually, you know, retired. I'll take that one. So there you go. You're the first. <laughs> so a lot of NFL fans will be tuning in. Um, I love that you played. Did you win your fantasy this year? Uh, I did not. No, I, geez, what did I do? Who was your quarterback? Wilson. Oh. Yeah. Well, to be honest, you weren't the only bloke that thought he was going to have a good really? year. I don't want you to say anything negative. I'll say really, it for you. He I was, really thought he was in he for was a big one. Really, I really trash. Did. Yeah, I really thought he was in for a big one and not so much. So uh, not good. Not good. On that, so I'm hearing, so do you find this bizarre? This is what I'm hearing. Had his own wanted wanted his own office or had his own office upstairs. Um, he had his own crew. Had his own crew inside the facility. Yeah. So his own probably massage therapist, physiotherapist. Yeah. I'm only imagining this is what he had. Uh, if you put that into the Philly yeah. locker room, that no. would just be bizarre. Not working. It? Nah, not working. So it's an easy fix. And and, and head coach, new head coach there, Sean Payne, Payne's already come out and yeah, just yeah. said like that's not happening. And that that's just bizarre. I've never, I've actually never heard of that anywhere, anywhere in the NFL. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. I, it, I don't know what else to say. Nah, it's nah. Well, you know, I just real bizarre. But it didn't work for him. Well, the lo- that's all I can say. You lose the locker room. You're not. You're not for gonna- sure. They were a shit show this year. Oh yeah. The Broncos were a shit show. So hopefully, with Sean Payton being back or something like that, they might get themselves together. I've got no idea, but um, yeah, tough year. Tough year, but I think they've got a good list. I think with Peyton there, and they were they do they got they they've always been solid on defense, um, and that's that's what's going to put you in good stead to be able to hopefully win a championship. I think they just got to get their offense going. Mm. Stars on the offensive side. It's going to be funny because the head coach is now the offensive coordinator yeah. of the Jets. So yeah, it, it, it's it's all eyes on. Jets offense sure. and Russell, and For it's like, sure. okay, who actually who is it? Because we're mess. now hearing yeah. all these reports out of Seattle that so Russell true. was trying to get rid of the coach and the GM, so and true. he's shut it down on Twitter. Yeah. Well, we're going to find out, yeah. and and and, no he, and he did ball the last two weeks. So everyone's like, well, who was it? Yeah, we'll find out. Yeah, um, if Aaron Rodgers goes to the all Jets, I know, all I know is that I'm not going to be picking him this time around. So no, <laughs> no, I think you should get your guy hurts Maybe. if he's around. He might, might be just early. Pick him first. Just yeah. just get it done. Yeah, honestly, no, I think you should. No, it's not normally how it works, but I might just do it just because he oh. scores points galore. So it's well, great. he'll go early this year. Yeah, and if will. you're in a keeper league, you're laughing. Yeah. A couple more players before I talk about you and your prep and some of the things you've done. Um, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, got it. Um, you know, you got your running back room. Jason Kelsey is a fan favorite of yeah. mine. I love him. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll keep Jordan Maillard at the end because yeah. Aussie v Aussie. But those boys I mentioned, weapons. Yeah. And Big dogs, like when they walk around and yeah. obviously Hurts is the quarterback. What's it like hanging out with these guys? And do you see some some crazy stuff from fans? Yeah, it's um yeah, it's 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 pretty amazing. Like you you say those names and stuff like that, and it's a, it's a pretty cool situation to be in, isn't it? Like it's um hard to, you know, 
fathom that you're actually in that kind of situation. But uh, <laughs> in, all, in all honesty, and I've said this to a few people, like our locker room was so close that they they do feel like they're just kind of normal normal guys. And I definitely know that we don't get you don't get that everywhere in the NFL. But um, it's probably the closest thing that I've had to uh, like a, an AFL locker room style, if that makes sense, yeah. just particularly through the year. And that's how kind of close we were. So like having AJ, like it's obviously a huge thing, like having AJ Brown, like talking to you and Devontae Smith, like talk to you, but I just see him as normal people because that's like yeah. how our group is in general, um, which is pretty cool because you're not going to have that everywhere. Like I was at Detroit. Um, I was at Detroit in my first year and we had um, – you know, Matthew Stafford and uh, Danny Amendola and like Marvin Jones who's at the at the Jaguars now and stuff like that. And they just like wouldn't – you wouldn't really get a lot from them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you knew that they were the big dogs, if that makes sense, whereas I don't feel that way in Philly, maybe because it's a younger group in general too. But um, even the older guys like Lane Johnson, oh, uh, you know, Jay, as, as you said, Jason Kelsey um, on the defensive side, you know, Brandon Graham and and uh, Fletcher Cox and that. Like, it's just, it's so cool. Like, you can literally, you just sit down with them and yeah. just have a conversation with them like they're just normal people. And that was that was awesome. And that's the best part about our group is that everybody gets along with everybody. Um, Nobody has their own like group that they kind of stick with the whole time and things like that. And it was a pretty unique situation. That is cool. And that's probably why we, uh, you know, half of the reason why we made it as far as what we did, because we were actually a pretty tight group. And you could probably see the same thing with the Chiefs and that as well. Like you could just see that they're a, a tight group and often they're the ones that are going to have more success for sure. It is a, such a, um, like it's, it's the key to success. Mm. I've been so big on locker room. Mm. Um, and enjoying each other's yeah. company. AFL is very different. We've got uh, 40 odd on a list. Everyone, you know, we talk about an 18 man mm-hmm. press. Everyone plays defense. Yep. We've got seconds. We all do team meetings together, but everyone kind of needs each other on the field. Where with the NFL, offense, defense, and special teams, um, I guess in the past, it was like, the, which is the opposite of what you just said. It was like offense, like QB room, stick together. Yeah. RB room, yep. wide receiver room, yep. same sure. thing. Everyone sticks. But no, you're yeah. saying that even as a as a punter, which they used to, they and again, I want to ask you, do they look? They used to look down on punters. Yeah. That's obviously not the case. Not where I, not how where I'm from anyway. Like yep. they seem to be a little bit more valuable now, just for one in general. But two, um, yeah, like. Just as That's I said, awesome. just the locker room is just great, and who knows whether the Australian thing it may become as a bit of a novelty. Yeah. I've got no idea, but I'll take it. So it's, the, it's, fine, it's fine with me. What do they call you? Um, no, they still call they still call me Sip and and stuff like that. But they always try and do the Australian accent. It's just a disaster. It's a like, disaster. Just, like you putting on an English accent. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Who's the worst? Like, who's always oh, that? There's yeah. a couple of, there's a couple of DBs, like corn, the cornerbacks and stuff. Not, not Slay, like the, like Darius Slayer or the bigger guys, but there's a couple of other guys. We've got a, um, one guy we get along with really well. His name's Marcus Epps and he's like been our starting safety for the year and really good player, but he always tries to do it. And he just, he always just comes out of nowhere and goes, oi, <laughs> fuck off. And I'm just like, <laughs> That's the only thing that he does really, really well. Because if he tries to speak to me normally, it's it's a disaster. He just can't do it. It's just horrible. <laughs> and there's other guys that try and do it in the in the building, and you're just like, mate, 
Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's just no good. Yeah. It's just no good. The shrimp but on the, the Barbie. The nov- oh, it's the, the worst. I don't know, whoever come up with that. Yeah. Because I got a bit of that when I was in Newport. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll put a shrimp on the bar. I'm like, what the fuck is yeah. that? Yeah. And it's like, you do realize that we actually don't do that. He goes, <laughs> all right, yeah, like, it's funny. It's a, oh my God. <laughs> Who's an Australian icon in their eyes? Like, obviously, oh, we had. They love Steve, Steve Irwin. Irwin. Still love Steve it. Irwin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They love Steve Irwin. Uh, that, yeah, that's. That's all they do. It's Steve Irwin and nobody else. Fuck, who do That's you reckon, it. Who do we, I would have thought Fisher or someone would be close. Yeah. But, but he's not really speaking, is he? Nah. Not really. I wonder who the next Steve Irwin would yeah, be. Yeah, I don't know. It's a Maybe his son's going to have to just really up up his game and stuff. I've got no idea. Steve but Irwin. they love they love Steve. Yeah. Because he was on their TV like growing up. Like he, I think he was more of a freaking oh, – well, it's hard to say because he was obviously an icon here yeah. type thing. But like he was big over there. Mm. So they just remember him. That's great. It's all good the that time. they still yeah. – And the NFL locker room so – like even like a Ric Flair, for example, yeah. you see them impersonating Ric Flair and how – you know, he's, yeah. he's pretty old, the big fella now. Yeah. But, yeah, it's great that Steve's still the man. Yeah, they'd love it. Just straight away bring it up. So that's pretty cool. That but, is cool. Uh, me being obviously the novelty probably helps with that too. And I feel like I'm a pretty chilled out kind of guy and that like, no offense to most of the punters and, you know, special teams guys out there, but we're, they are a bunch of weirdos. Like they're <laughs> unique, <laughs> yeah. a unique individual like group type thing, you know, a bunch of individuals in a group of situation, not really for them, I don't reckon. Like I've, yeah. met, a, I've met a few of them that are a bit out of left field. It so is maybe different. being like me being a bit normal and just like- having a chat and like having a laugh and stuff like makes it easier to be able to get around the locker room a bit better and just have yeah. a chat and being more of a like lad that. and actually sure. like I know what like sure. I used to be the star over here now I'm <laughs> now I'm just playing my role but I used to kick him from 80 well, I boys I certainly wasn't a star here either but hey <laughs> do you show uh, me your highlights though like some of the goals you've kicked down here well they 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 want to have a look like to know what it is so of course I yeah. show my stuff like there's no <laughs> yeah. point showing the normal stuff I'll show what I've got they they go oh gee that that's pretty fucking sick and yeah. I'm just like yeah I mean I used to be alright at it so um, nah it's pretty it's pretty funny they always want to have a look at it and which is good and like my kicker Jake Elliott like likes to be a bit of a smart ass sometimes and show it up and like our smaller meetings and oh, you know, get it up yeah a bit of a larrikin type thing but uh nah it's fun that's it's good brilliant. it's good I love that and do they get because are they going to come out so I think they're more and more coming out to Australia to yeah to see it I think. You know, we had um, even like NBA, like Jamal Murray come out. We yeah. had Dirk Nowinski come out. Like they're all loving it. Yeah. I it's just only getting it. them on the plane to be actually able I to know. do it. Like they don't want to do because they get so nervous about how long the flight is. Is that what it is? Yeah, 100%. So they're just too scared. They don't, well, don't want to sit on a plane for 15 In, hours. But they'd be flying first class. Yeah, no doubt. But it's just the thought of being on something yeah. for 15 hours, I guess. Like they just find it weird because like even if they go over to Europe or like things like that, it's like six or seven. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, that's doable, but I can't believe they I don't, don't know come why to Australia. It's the yeah. best place in the world, that's easily. And like, my, my kicker actually is like being with uh, four or five other like kickers or punters like throughout his college career. So he knows like a few of the guys out here, and uh, he played with um, actually uh, Ben Jacobs' younger brother. Oh, yeah. Like Nick Jacobs went over there and uh, played at Memphis for with him. So my, my kicker knows him too. So it's like, mate. Come on. Of all people, you should be able to come over here and yeah. like enjoy your time and stuff. But it just, yeah, he goes, oh, I'm not getting on a plane for Fort, what is it? Hours. For LA, like, yeah. was, LA or Philly is, if that's a longer Obviously, flight. Yeah. What are you doing, 19? 
Uh, yeah, total flying time probably to get here was 20. 20 yeah, yeah, 20, 21. It's like six hours from Philly to LA and then 15, obviously, from, yep. from LA to home. But, uh, I mean- you just kind of you just got to cop it. They just kind of the boys just kind of do it. Don't yeah, you? the yeah. boys are like the way they would train and yeah. apply their body. You know, all the deep end. They you know they yeah. work so hard mentally. Yeah. Surely they can just get on a plane. Yeah. Their mental a strength. Of of wine if you want to have a just, snooze you know, have in have first. Snooze, You'll be sweet. And then get rock star treatment yeah, exactly. down here because we don't get many of them. Exactly. I, think I love it. Big shark band down here. I mean, yeah, I, get, I've, I heard that was big. Big. I mean, I guess obviously the big fellas making a lot of cash. The yeah. boys are on a lot of cash. They should just embrace it. But uh, yeah, I always, I'll always, try and convince them as I keep going and see how I long think it takes. It'd for be them great. To Let's get, get a tour. I think. But um, I don't know. I'm hoping we actually play a game out here. Well, I spoke to Benny Graham about this, and COVID set that back yeah. in his eyes. So I'm hoping we actually get a game out here in the not too just imagine, future. Imagine even if MCG. it's just a preseason game or something like that somewhere. Well, and the boys would be too scared. We'll work, we'll work our way around it, but who knows? Yeah, it'd, it'd be, be cool. like, uh, yeah, no, I won't say. I was going to say like an AFL uh, preseason game, going to you know where? Like, <laughs> fuck, oh, you got to be kidding! Grow the game there. Why are we going to go there? <laughs> you know when you get the old schedule? Oh, boys, we're going oh, down no. here to grow the game. Well, fuck it, yeah, hell. I know. I'm, <laughs> And I'm a fringe player. It's like your grand final. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So true. Thanks for listening to another episode of Tommy Talks, where you literally can't thank you enough for all your support. Speaking of support, our great mates, Milwaukee Tools. Without yours, we wouldn't be here. Milwaukee Outdoor Power Equipment gives you the power to clear, cut, and maintain the outdoors without the petrol headaches. No pull starts, no engine maintenance, no mixing petrol and oil. Book a test drive now at milwaukeetools.com.au. Milwaukee, nothing but heavy duty. All right, catch you on the next one.